the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Power on. Power on. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckled lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to Racer Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you got a small business and you're looking for getting cashiers and having trouble doing it, go like uh, Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco. Self-checkout. Southwest Point of Sale has been doing it for over 20 years. They've got it down to a science. So come out to your location, take a look at your equipment, and if their equipment matches your equipment, you're totally dialed in. Seven day a week, twenty four hour a day service. Nobody, absolutely nobody, takes better care of you than Southwest Point of Sale. You can even change prices away from the store. They even provide a meat uh, and a produce scale. It's totally turnkey. So give them a shot. 800-540-2149. 800-540-2149. Black Forest Motorsports, Porsche Mini or. Uh, BMW for normal service, or if you just want to go fast. Over 40 years' experience. Give them a call or take a best bet. Just go to the website, blackforestautomotive.com. Make an appointment. Well, I was having a sad day. Now I'm having a happy day. I thought Brittany was off today, but she's not. She's going to be off next Sunday. So my day was made. Thank you, Dave. And she lined me up a couple of really cool interviews. Who's the first one you got? Well, um, all too often on this show, we hear about the struggles of keeping a racetrack open or even worse, a racetrack closing their doors. So when I came across this group, I thought we got to make sure that the good news gets all the way over to the West Coast. So please welcome Stephen Wilson, part of Save the Speedway Success Story. Hey, Stephen, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing pretty good tonight. How about you guys? Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, we have a racetrack. Well, we had a racetrack out here on the oh, West Coast called Cajon Speedway, and it was a little three-eighths mile uh, asphalt. So now, since it's gone, I wear a jacket that I had bought from that track to all the other racetracks I go to, and I find the promoter. And, I, and they'll go, oh, hey, you got a Cajon Speedway jacket. I says, yeah, don't let this happen to you. Mm, easier said than done. It's easier said than done. So how long have you guys been on this bandwagon? A while. Well, Save the Speedway actually started in 2005 as an effort to try and find a way to uh, get North Wilkesboro Speedway back open. That had closed about nine years prior to that. Wow. Um, we were just really just a group of uh, people that uh, had like-minded and 
trying to find a way to get this thing done. Um, you know, it's an original part of NASCAR history. So mm-hmm. for Wilkes County and North Wilkesboro and NASCAR as a whole, it was kind of imperative that we try and find some way to work with uh, the county and the owners to finally get this thing done. It took us a little longer than we thought, but eventually, you know, as it's all worked itself out, NASCAR's returning to Wilkes County in 2023. No kidding. Right? Like the real yeah. deal. It's yeah. happening. In fact, wow. is that in May? And did I see it sold out already in January? Already? Yeah. Um, yeah, this is in May, May 21st. The All-Star Race. We're going to have the Craftsman uh, Truck Series there is the day before and a whole week's worth of racing out there. Um, but we actually sold these tickets out months ago within about seven hours of going on sale. Wow. So um, it, it's a huge deal, uh, and a lot of a lot of people are are, are clamoring um, mm-hmm. to, to try and get tickets for this. And it it, it became a really tough sell to uh, you know uh, try and get everybody in. But unfortunately, you know it uh, it did sell out, which that's that's a good thing. But you know. Unfortunately, there's going to be some people that are mm-hmm. going to miss out on this, but hopefully mm. they'll be able to come back in 2024 and beyond. Wow. So how big a track is that for folks that may not even know what North Wilkesboro is? So North Wilkesboro is .625. It's a five-eighths mile track, 14 degrees banking in the terms. Um, it's it's just a little bit longer than Martinsville and a little bit shorter than uh, Richmond. So it's right in between the two. Wow. That is, I mean, Todd, you guys have got to be very proud of yourselves for all the hard work because I know that wasn't easy to, to resurrect a track. No, you know, uh, you know when this when the track closed, it was in the boom times of NASCAR, and other tracks were starting to be opened um, right. in the Midwest and out on the West Coast, things like that. And you know, unfortunately, North Wilkesboro became part of that um, you know movement, as well as Rockingham and even a date there in Darlington. And you know, at, at the beginning, it was you know there was a lot of fighting there in Wilkes County that we found that just wasn't productive. Um, to try and get the speedway back open and we just never felt like the fact that you could go in and use um eminent domain or even tax laws to try and force somebody to do something right that's kind of was a catalyst too of you know why we took a different approach on working to to see just what could be done with the speedway even on a smaller scale and then finally you know it, it you know yeah there were some unsuccessful attempts over the years mm-hmm. but I think it showed and it proved that the Speedway was viable in a lot of ways and that people would still come there. And then we saw what happened with the racetrack revival last year with a late model race, mm-hmm. Dale Jr. racing in that. 19,000 people showed up to North Wilkesboro Speedway in the middle of the week to watch a late model <laughs> race. And, and, you know, here we go. Uh, you know, that, that, you know, that kind of really set the stage of really late in the game for NASCAR and SMI and Marcus Smith and everybody that owns Speedway to say, well, if this is viable for a late model race, mm-hmm. we got to do something bigger here. So let's move the All Star race there, and that's what they did. Wow. What uh, now has the track been idle for a long period of time? Did you have to do any refurbishing or, or painting and what have you? So yeah, the the track has pretty much been set uh, set idle. Uh, it did have. Um, about two two and a half million dollars worth of uh, renovations in 2010 when the last effort to revive the mm. for a couple of years but um the racetrack revival was able to come in and use most of the facilities there however the track is currently under construction 
they they are keeping most of the stuff there original. They are um, going through um, the the asphalt that is actually on the speedway itself right now was last poured in 1981, and they're going to race on that same asphalt when it comes May to the to the All Star race. Um, but you know, there's a lot of construction that needs to happen there. Um, they, they've been working feverishly to get new suites built. They've been working on new towers for uh, the um, official TV radio, mm-hmm. and they're building a brand new suite and tower in turn uh, four, which will be three stories tall with an observation deck on the top of it. So there's a lot of construction going on there right wow. now. I found them on Facebook. Literally, it was Save the Speedway. It caught my eye, mm-hmm. and that's how I, you know, I started inquiring. So, listeners out there, if you want to see more, and they have pictures, kind of some before and after pictures, um, a lot of the history of it as well. Um, and then I even found on YouTube, um, I believe the track was scanned, and now it's part of iRacing. Is this true? Yes, uh, iRacing actually came out there in 2018 and scanned the track, and then that kind of went when everything happened with COVID and, and NASCAR and Fox were looking for ways to be able to do some stuff still on TV. They mm-hmm. they got a bunch of the drivers together and they went and ran all these uh, <laughs> iRacing events. With North Wilkesboro being the last one that they ran before they went back to live racing in Darlington, so it's been pretty neat to watch mm-hmm. that evolution from mm-hmm. just a day of cleaning the track up, scanning wow. it, to then being on national television at the last race during those COVID break before they went back to live racing. So, you know, we're going back live racing. Uh, is this, now, I'm, I'm assuming, save the track was this track, or save the speedway was this speedway. Are you looking at any other racetracks? Or is this, is, are you, did this one wear you out? Well, we've worked on this so long that we felt like that <laughs> we've got to see this thing all the way to the yes. end. Yes, and we've we've been very grateful in the fact that SMI has been um, very, very, very. We're very grateful to them for being able to be allowed to at least be a small part of this come um, come May. So we'll continue to talk about the history of the track. We'll continue to talk about uh, the renovations of the track and what things are doing and kind of give some backstories of some of the work that they're doing mm-hmm. over time and then try and drop some, you know, cool little things that have happened in the history of North Wilkesboro as we lead up into the All-Star Race in May. Well, at least you won't get stuck on Dale Jr.'s Lost Speedway show. That's good news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, know, they, they, you know, I'm glad that they never, you know, in a, in a way, I'm glad they never did a Lost Speedways there because uh, it, it's no longer a Lost Speedway. Yeah. Right. I am thrilled to We're happy to for death. you. <laughs> I tell you what, hey, Stephen, uh, we're definitely going to get you back. Let us know. Just, you know, hook up with Brittany and we'll keep the uh, the race, race fans, uh, you know, up to date on as to what North Worksboro is doing. Uh, I think it's awesome. Job well done. Yes. I think you're the only guy I, or only group I know. We almost lost uh, Auto Club Speedway, but they, they bargained down from a two-mile track to a half-mile track, but at least it's still there. But so. still, I think we lost Santa Maria. Oh, we you lost. lost. Canyon. Yeah, like, yeah. That's just in the last couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Well, those are dirt tracks, too. Hey, those are important to me. I know. you're. A, <laughs> she's a dirt racer, in case you didn't know, Stephen. <laughs> She still thinks she still thinks she still thinks asphalt is only to get to the racetrack. I, I you know, 
tell, tell the truth. I know. I have to think that. And she's going to have her 50th birthday next week, everybody. And she drives a dwarf car. So she is the racing school teacher. <laughs> so, Stephen, keep us abreast as to what's going on. Facebook, probably the easiest way. Yeah, follow us on Facebook. Just search us on, on Facebook.com slash Facebook Speedway. And we're on Twitter at Save the Speedway there. So we put everything up there and follow along with us. We'll keep everybody up to date as what's going on and, you know, follow along with the history that we'll have out there leading into the All-Star Race. Are you selling any merch on Facebook? I think I saw it. Uh, no, we, you know, we, we've, we've gone, we've not decided to do any of that. We, we feel like, um, you know, we, we're not really trying to commercialize this. We're just trying to promote the history of the speedway and, and to it's re, it's revival at All this right. point. So, you know, that's kind of more important to us than trying to sell uh, t-shirts and stuff. Well, you know me, I love, I love a good t-shirt <laughs> that supports a good <laughs> so racetrack. So. Just the fact that you got her back open again. Job yeah. well done. Jump on there, listeners. Save yes. the Speedway on Facebook. You exactly. love all the pictures. Like and share. Like and share. Yeah. All right, Stephen, thank you very much. You have a thank wonderful you. rest of your day. Thank you. You too. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, a whole lot more right here on Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. folks welcome back to racer radio fm 961 am 1170 the answer same is brought to you by elk on ford where nobody absolutely nobody treats you better than elk on ford whether it's new used service they are top notch in my book uh, paul is, uh, runs his store like a family and every used car is right there and it's all right there at the same location right there at good old 1595 east main street in el cajon Go to ElcajonMotors.com, ElcajonMotors.com. We got Dirt Dude on the line? I'm hoping Mark Rose. Or Mark Rose. We got Mark? We do. Hey! Hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm good. How about you guys? Did you happen to listen to the first uh, interview? I did. I did. Can you imagine saving North Wilkesboro? Boy, that's That's, not cool. I think our town would be happy saving Cajon Speedway. Well, yeah, but that's that's never going to happen. Well, they probably thought that. That that. was done and washed up. Even though it's just sitting there. You need to see what condition this... uh, Wilkesboro. Yeah, it was in very poor condition. Well, Cajon's worse. It's gone. I I know. I'm just saying. So, hey, did you get the schedule out already? The 2023 schedule is out. Got posted yesterday. Cool. Um, it, it is going to be some great racing this year. We've got a great mix. The Salazars really took their time in finding the right mix of cars for each night and getting a good rotation. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, on top of a lot of good racing with all of our local stuff, we will on July 21st and 22nd also have the IMCA Summer Shootout. So that'll be a Friday night and a Saturday night show. Uh, all the IMCA classes will be there as well as uh, all three kids' divisions. Cool. That's going to be awesome. And the kid, the junior drivers will be a two-nighter as well? Uh, I believe so. You know what? I, that would be a great question. I, I need to follow up on that one, but I know they will be there that weekend. be fun for them. Well, it's always fun for those yeah. guys, let's face it. I know. <laughs> 
Yeah, so, boy, I bet this. Have you been out to the track with after all this oh rain? Oh, my. I, I haven't been to the track, but I have gotten pictures from Todd and Trish, and it's ugly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was going to head it's out ugly. to Barona Oaks yesterday, and they even knew to cancel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's... It, it's you know what it could be a lot worse. There is there is some standing water in in turn one and two, which there always is. Mm-hmm. Um, we we've uh, we're fortunate enough to get some pipe donated from a local company, and we will be putting in some more drains mm-hmm. uh, with uh, time permitting. It just takes a lot of work, and obviously the track is is going to get some work. The the surrounding areas, the pits, and all that stuff will end up being smoothed out and. You know, with water running down the main parts of all the areas and the roads and the pit area, pit stalls, it's going to take a lot of a lot of manpower and some tractors to get out there and, and uh, cover all those holes and all the little rivers that are running through there. But we just got to wait until it dries out. Yes. As a racer, though, I'm thinking it's just making for a great track. I was talking to my dad about that a uh, day or two ago, just how um, I feel like a few years ago, there was a huge difference between running first and, say, seventh. And it mm. didn't this past season seem to be as big of a difference in a good way. It's a, it, it's a really, I mean, you, you've been on the racetrack. It, it, it is so much better of a racetrack now. Um you know, we, we learned a lot from the folks at Cocopaw on grooming the track. And Todd and Ken have their own routine now. Yeah. And I can tell you, it all revolves around an 18-inch long snap-on screwdriver. That is Todd's tool out there. And he mm-hmm. walks around is that he track. serious? In different, I'm dead serious. Oh, okay. He, he, he sticks that screwdriver into the into the track surfaces in different areas, and you can oh, see the moisture level. Okay. And 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 that's what they base it on. And I hate to say they got it down to a science, right? But they got it. They, they got have it a method to, to their madness science. now. <laughs> and and the track has just been so. Every night of the of the of this last season, it's been gr- great racing, and it's been a lot smoother. It's been it's been holding the moisture. Uh, the last two races, we never even watered the track. We, all we did was blade at one time. Wow, that's so amazing. They, they, they've really done a great job. So funny. Yesterday, I had three different people within a two-hour period send me the schedule. Like, they were oh, yeah, excited me too. for me to know. I, and, <laughs> I was getting it as well. And then I sent it to my mom. She's like, yes. I, I didn't even double-check. I'm going to trust her. She's like, yes. Dwarfs are running during the, the trunk or treat. She really enjoyed it as much as I did. Oh, yeah. Well... <laughs> You know, we all discuss that, and, and not just the, the trunk or tree, but every race. And it, it, we've been blessed that the pure stocks, as well as the Barona Dwarf cars, have been the biggest classes out there, averaging 16 to 20 cars every weekend. So why wouldn't we put you guys on the schedule during yeah. your every race? Yeah. You know, and, and if that's what the people want to see and, and – we're going to get that kind of support from the racers. We're going to support the racers and put them on there as much as we can. All right. So you got homework. Uh-oh. You need to pick a Sunday and bring some cars to KUSI prior to the opening night. April first. April first. April Fool's Day. So you need to get me a you know you know lineup. I don't care. You can bring one car, twenty cars. I don't care what you do. Uh, and 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 I always bring this up, and no one ever takes me up on it. Invite. <laughs> The, you know all the people that are on your fence that surround the track called advertisers. Oh. 
at least invite them. Whether they show up or not is another story. Like whoever donated the pipe. We don't well, know yeah, or, or Paul Dyke from uh, Cajon Ford, El Cajon Ford. Well, that, that's two birds with one stone because they're racers, too. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to promote their, their program. So I'm just giving you a heads up, you know, whatever. Just let me know when or how many cars you can put together. Send me an email and we'll put together a date. I like doing Sundays only because that's my, my number one watched out of all the days I'm at KUSI. So if you can Fair make enough. that and happen. You have, you have mentioned that to me quite a few times. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to warn you right now. I'm going to wear you out on it. You're not gonna, no, you're not going to wear me out. We, we I, are going to promote Verona like it's never been promoted. Um, we don't want this to be an archive racetrack. We don't want mm. it, it to go anywhere. Um, the more racers, the more spectators, the, the bigger the, the party and, and the more fun it's going to be. But, um, you know, along that note, I love the fact that you want the sponsors to show up and yes. to your show and, and the racers. Um, it just it just brings on another subject that we're actively looking for new sponsors. Sure. If you want to sponsor a certain race, if you want to sponsor oh. um, a billboard uh, out there, I mean, uh, e- even Dash for Cash. You know, we're bringing the Dash for Cash back. Right. It's going to be sixteen races. It's a four lap Dash for Cash. We promote it every weekend. The premier division for that weekend. Let's say it's dwarf cars. Uh, the top. The top four, the four fastest wharf cars in the heat races, line up and they do four laps. Wow! And that's that's why they call it the dash for cash. It's four <laughs> laps, and the winner gets a hundred bucks. And Brittany yeah. might make some money. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we're we're actively looking for sponsors, people to help promote, um, like yourself, Dave. I mean, we can't thank you enough. Oh, I mean, I've been, I, you know, Brittany and I have been preaching this for as long as we've been doing the show. I mean, we can back it up with radio. You can be on this show, which is only one segment, but I also have my one to two, which is an hour segment. If you get somebody really, you know, big that's willing to throw some good money at you, you know, because it's got to be a team effort. We all have to work together. You know, Brittany and I are an arm of the uh, the media side of of Brit of Barona. It just needs to be used more often. I also, I also want to yeah. say, listeners, if there's anyone out there who's thinking they want to race, you know, more racers as well, come visit us in the pits. Yeah, you won't and believe you will find open somebody arms. who will help guide you, answer questions, get you excited about it, maybe help you find a car, you, or maybe put you in their car. Yeah. So if there's someone that's like, maybe I should, but I don't know anybody, or I don't know anybody anything about it, that's where I started. That's <laughs> I knew nothing. That's right. Well, and <laughs> so, you and, and look at Marcy. Yeah. The racing racing realtor. Yeah. So if you're thinking about it. She's hooked. She's totally hooked. Oh, yeah. So is Brittany. Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and what's what's really cool is the kids division. I know of literally four kids and and families right now that have actively went out and searched for race cars. And I know of four new Junior junior racers. Oh. Yeah, there could so, be a, there could be a fifth, but, but we're Action Jackson from well, my from my, um, yeah, from my gun show. We've we've got Nick Novak is kind of taking him under his wing a little bit to do some work on the car. So, all right, buddy. Hey, this is great, folks. The the schedule's out. You can go to Facebook BaronaSpeedway.com. You can download it. Mark your favorite races. I personally think you should go to every single one of them. Agreed. And have the time of your life. And remember, 
old number 37 is who you should root for mm-hmm. in the, in the uh, mm-hmm. April 1st. There you go. Ooh, April Fool's Day. Can I go to the race, Mom? Yes, sir. Okay. Brittany says I can come to the Please race. Please come, Dave. Okay, that's what I wanted to hear. Please. All right, Mark. Thanks a million. You have enjoyed the rest of your afternoon. We'll get back with you down the road. You two guys, and thank you both very much for your support. Our uh, we total love it. Pleasure. We love it. We do. All right. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, a whole lot more right here on Racer Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Oh, my goodness. Racer Radio. Brittany's over there dusting off Jimmy Johnson's seat. Uh, right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. You wish he was sitting well, right I there. I mean, it's easier than Kyle. Huh? Larson. Oh, no, you would take Kyle over Jimmy. I know, but Jimmy's, you know, local. And this segment's brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. <laughs> Wicked fast. Rain probably did something to the track. We'll have yeah. to we find out later on. Uh, but if the schedule's out, take. I think they did Night of Destruction last night. No, they couldn't have. It was no, t- is it? That must have been the season started? Do we have Scott, do we have Scott Delosi <laughs> on the line? Okay, sorry. Is he? No. Oh, Who's so, on the line? Nobody. Oh, so then I can brag about Jake Swanson when you're done with yes, the advertisements. Yes, you can. So just put Are Paris. You done? Yep, just put Paris Auto Speedway on your calendar. Uh, but I will tell you, next Sunday, Don Kazarian will be at KUSI promoting uh, Paris Auto Speedway and the the uh, the res- or not results, but what's going on with the water district. Oh. And, uh, there's uh, updates. And Brent Sexton is going to bring a race car into KUSI, so I'm excited to see Brent. Oh, very nice. All right, start bragging. No, I just, um, I have Mav TV. I, <laughs> I guess you don't. What's your, who's your carrier? Um, AT&T. We just get it. We don't have anything too special and i was flipping around and i'm and it said chili bowl live i was excited and you fell out of your chair i was actually glad that steve was out playing poker because that's the only time i have control of the remote remote. and and so it happened to be the two b mains that um we're going to get the last 14 drivers into the a main so you must have. So I had a good time. Yeah, I had a good time. My puppies and I had a good time. You and your popcorn. And, um, you know, by then, I mean, there's so many drivers <laughs> going through Alphabet Soup, um, and yeah. unfortunately, I, I didn't see anything on AJ Bender. I don't even care how he did. I'm yeah. still so happy for him. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I love the kid. No, he's um, super. Uh, and and then I saw um, uh, Braden Sharamonte had made it into a C main, which is incredible. What is he like? Fifteen. And um, and so I turn on the TV and and up pops the first of the two B mains and there's Jake Swanson number fifty five like he made it to the B main he starts inside um, row nine whatever it was I think he was seventeenth uh-huh. and I watched him pass and get all the way up to I believe tenth until someone helped him into the okay, wall I just went to his page Who, which one? two days ago bender this is on on to saturday somewhere in a d main oh yeah i just looked up the results uh he did not finish he placed 20th in his d d's good i mean they have f mains there they have mm-hmm. f's so d not bad and he's in the drive wfx.com car and uh here's a picture i oh. bet he was, was he smiling in the picture doesn't show his picture but oh. doesn't have any wheels 
What? See, all the wheels are gone off his car. That's not good. I don't good. know how he's going to get around the track. <laughs> There's no wheels. So it seems that, okay, so A.J. D-Main, uh, Braden, Charamonte C-Main, and then Jake Swanson was driving his tail off. It was not his fault. Someone helped him into the wall. I was so bummed mm. because um, I don't know. I mean, he worked from 17th up to what I thought I saw him in 10th place. And I say I thought I saw him because I heard the commentator say, oh, I think he got up to 11th, but I really think I I saw even the little ticker mm. say 10th place and he only needed to make top seven. Mm. He was right there to get wow. to the A main. Um, so I was bouncing back and forth between watching Jake and Jade, 16 year old, mm. uh, her first time at the chili bowl. And she wow. led most of the laps. Her own teammate ended up passing her. Mm. And uh, afterwards they interviewed her and said, you know, we were both going to make it to the A main. Mm. So, you know, mm-hmm. Don't want to be taking their, yourself out and your teammate out, right? So uh, no. she's smart. Um, so she made it to the A main, uh, and that was the first B main that I watched. And then the second one, I watch um, Kaylee, Kaylee Bryson, follow her, and she made it to the A main as well. Two of the twenty-four I'm drivers. Jealous you and got I, Mav TV. I know. I was. I was happy about that. You didn't and even then, know you had it. I knew I had Mav TV. I didn't know. That they were going to be showing the Chili Bowl. I thought yeah. it was just flow racing. Yeah, yeah, And I'm yeah. too cheap for that. You and me both. <laughs> so I was excited to see that. And then <sighs> I fell asleep in the aiming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? You, yeah, you just, and I was, I was probably exhausted. Casually. I was exhausted from watching the B-Main um, when Bryson, she, she was... Right on the cusp, it's like she was eighth, and then she was seventh, and then she's Dyson and Dyson, Dyson, and then I was holding my breath, and then there was an accident, and luckily she got up to four. So I was exhausted after I'm watching the two beaming. You're so funny. <laughs> Steve comes home when you're all sprawled yeah. out on the floor. Are you okay? With two dogs. <laughs> yes, I'm okay. He probably wore out the dogs too. Yeah, I might have. Well, my one spends more time in the crate than with me. Uh, with you. She's, in the crate? No, no she, she's alone in the crate. She's a very independent husky shepherd mix. Um, did did Dakar just like go right past us? Is it? Did it start and finish like this last week or two? Uh, assistant secretary, are you in researcher? There? Researcher, Dakar. I'll look it up right now because yes. I think uh, yeah, a, f- a friend that I used to race with, Tim. Fitzpatrick um, up in Northern California. Did he race at Dakar this year? No, his real close buddy does. Oh. Uh, independent on a motorcycle. Like, he raises money all year long. What about Romania? Uh, When's that coming? I don't know. The Off car the did finish, just a heads up, about nine hours ago. Yeah, like, Very it just, good. it just, like, and, uh, came and went. Yeah, and if you guys were wondering, uh, Kevin Benavidez. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, he won. Uh, n- n- uh, also, Nassar Al Atie. I hope I'm saying that yeah, right. Uh, Atie. Uh-huh. He won his fifth title. As wow. Well. Jesus. Wow. Well, it'll come back on TV. Of course, they won't tell you when and where. I but... know. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's that? a Mario. That was the Dakar. What is that noise? Well, because it was a Skyler House. He is a Tim, my friend that I raced dwarf cars the nationals with. He's good, good friends with Skyler House. Well, I've tried you, to get him on here. Still well, I'll Mario. show you. He so he's riding. He's doing well. Yeah. And oh, yeah. he must have seen the helicopter. Oh. So he gets air. Is he getting air and then like clapping yeah, his he, feet and then, together and then, he, and then, and then crashes. crashes? Yeah. So I'm like, Tim, is this your buddy? I sent it to him on Facebook. Oh, He's all, yes, that is. But it looks like he got back up okay. Yeah. 
And he got everyone's attention. Yes, he did. He definitely got some airtime. <laughs> yeah, but I remember last year, he's like, if you look closely, you'll see my name is on his tank because I donated, you know, a few thousand oh. dollars. I mean, he was an independent writer. And just, I, I remember hearing an interview where he was selling everything that he owned just to, just to get over there. Yeah. That was to get over there last year. <laughs> and uh, he had a really good interview about a year or so ago. I'll work on getting him again because happy for him. Oh, absolutely. But it like came and went so fast. I did not have time to enjoy yeah. it because I enjoy well, you don't car. Know, yeah, but you don't normally see it until after it's over and then they'll they'll run it on whatever. I get it. But it, yeah, it's on some 200, 300. Yeah. And I don't have control of the remote at my own house. Really? Unless Steve is out playing poker. Well, so set up a date. I miss it. <laughs> yeah. Set up a date. Uh, Austin Jones, uh, in American, also won uh, one of his rally races as well. Oh, he was right in on. the Light Proto um, class. Uh, class. Yeah. Cool. The T3, it says there. Mm. Ooh, uh, Dirt Dude. Seth, isn't he a local guy like San Marcos, a young kid? Uh, Quattro? So, oh, oh. Uh, Came uh, in for, second. Uh, He's four wheels, little thing, like a, almost looks like a side by side, right? God, don't rely on Britney's memory. There's another. There's another racer that was at the Chili Bowl too, from El Cajon, uh, Braden. Yeah, Braden Sheramonte. He's oh. rad. Yeah, uh, twelve pl- twelve place in the C feature. Okay, I knew he got to the C. Oh, twelve. That's not bad. Nice. That's good. He's only like fifteen. That's uh, oh, Sheldon Creed's Sheldon cousin, Creed's right? Cousin, yeah. He's so. I mean, remember how he is such a cool cat sitting and he right said here. He is going to be a race car yeah, driver. I, I was immediate fan when he was sitting right here in the chair next to me because just just think you can say that in five to ten years when he goes full-time well i'll be one of those little people he forgets i'm sure but i will still be super happy for him remember you oh yeah there's that kid uh dakar dakar 2023 is done walked away the second place thank you dirt dude you're doing great research for me that's not dirt dude I'm getting texts from him. Oh, Dirt Dude is, okay. Uh, okay but I just, um, Quintero, Seth Quintero. I saw an interview on him last year. Uh-huh. Uh, nice kid, but I, I, I'm i not seeing any info, but I, I thought like San Marcos or something. Well, then you'll just have to dump your birthday party. Not going to happen. Come in next Sunday and do a fill-in. Sorry, Dave. Uh, Brittany, can I throw something out there? Uh, yeah. The Los Angeles uh, Memorial Coliseum uh, race is coming up soon for NASCAR. How excited are you for that? Because honestly, I'm still not thrilled about the whole. Is this that tiny right. little thing yeah. we saw last year? From the Coliseum. <laughs> and they're bringing the it back track. again. I thought, I, I thought the reception overall yep. was everyone was saying it's not a good idea. I like thought it. the same. I would agree with you. I know you. viewership was really high for it, but that's the Until point. they you saw were, it. Until they saw yeah. it. Yeah. And then attendance, a lot of people- Attendance. The, what they wanted to charge you to go to that was stupid money. I'm surprised that they're doing that again. Is it still stupid money right now? Is it? Oh, dang it. Oh, he's shaking his head, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this is radio, David. <laughs> I know. What do I tell the kids? <laughs> Never shake your head. But um, no. Oh, I didn't. So when is that? Exactly. Uh, February. First weekend of February, I believe. After uh, Super Bowl the su- Sunday. Yeah, the next it'll Sunday be after that. prior to the Daytona 500, I think. Got it. Yeah, wasn't it really small and hard to pass? And- yeah, but basically hey. the only time you can actually pass somebody is if someone spun out. And right. then that had to stop the whole track flow, basically, right. too. Yeah. yeah. And did I see... 
Is Kyle Larson going to do like Formula One or something? No, no, no. He's doing okay. an IndyCar. Indy. Okay, yeah. Indy. Indy? Yeah. Something different. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I would, I would be more confident in him to do an Indy than I would Jimmy Johnson. Why? Because Jimmy Johnson, you know, I, I just think Kyle's got more skills. Wow, that's a statement. You sure you don't want to retract that? No, look at... You don't have to say that just because I'm No, here. no, no, no. Everything Larson drives... Oh, because he has variety. He wins. You can pretty much put him in anything, and he's going to win. And I'm not taking anything away from Jimmy Johnson. I, no, I'm not. <laughs> because... But Jimmy Johnson's only really done motorcycles. I think he's done off-road, uh, and then he's done NASCAR. IndyCar is a total different animal. I mean, look at all the different people. I mean, look when look when, when Montoya came from open wheel to NASCAR. Failed. Look when... Uh, Danica Patrick, Danica went Patrick. From- uh, Yeah, failed. I was hoping you wouldn't bring that one up. Well, and then you I was c- a big supporter of hers. Everybody was-, was. And we're not taking anything away from her. <gasps> no, I thought, I thought still in NASCAR, she did her absolute best. It's just that she had unluck- uh, unlucky times right. in and certain situations. She just... And it's not that she didn't have good equipment. She had good equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she weighed 100 pounds. And when you're manhandling a 3,800-pound NASCAR with it's a brick in the wind, you know, I mean, it's not, it's not easy. So, well, yeah, I but I to- think, well, and I think Kyle, I, it's, I don't know if he's going to run the series. I think, yeah, I I'm, I'd have to look it up, but I think he's going to run Indy. Oh, yeah. Okay, Indy, yeah. That's, that's- and and a, lot of, a lot of drivers do that. They'll run Indy. You know, just to say they ran it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back a whole lot more right here on Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This is brought to you by Certified Car Clinic, where everything can be done on your car. And Greg's got a dyno in-house because if it's motorsports related... He can definitely tell you what's going to take to go wherever you want to go with your car. Or general repair as well. He's become the Mopar expert when it comes to horsepower. So you feel free to go to certifiedcarcare.net, certifiedcarcare.net. Or call him direct, 619-444-7170, Monday through Friday. All right. Supercross. That time of year again. Right around the corner. <laughs> and we got Cheyenne Brennan on the line. How you doing, buddy? I am fantastic. How are you guys? Oh, hey, we're great. waiting, waiting, and waiting. And I, and I guess you have another guy in your in your corral named Daniel that also does PR. Uh, Daniel Blair? Yeah, yeah, I think that's how you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had him on my first hour show, or my first hour show on uh, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Dirt Radio. Now we Radio. got Sean. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, Daniel. He is, uh, he's one of our television uh, announcers. Right. Uh, he is uh, also part of Race Day Live. Uh, and when I'm lucky, uh, I'm able to uh, schedule him for interviews as well. So, yeah. <laughs> Very yes. fortunate to have Daniel Blair on the team. So I told him, just like I'll tell you, and I'll have Brittany send you, you know, my contact info. Not that you need it, but uh, I do local television. I do local television, and I'm always 
open to you know bring some bikes down to the KUSI TV studio and you know bring some drivers in and uh, just to help promote it. But I know you guys we have lots of commercials. Yeah, but you guys <laughs> don't really have to promote Supercross. I mean. And it was funny because talking to Daniel, we were had, we had a really good, good conversation about Supercross itself. You know, like why don't they go any higher than four fifty? And yeah, and he he was very articulate. You know, making it perfectly. You know, just letting people know that you know four fifty five hundred. That's just an awful lot for for Supercross. It is. It, it really is. It's a lot of bike. Uh, and, you know, if you really peel it back and go back years ago, mm-hmm. you know, they stopped racing 500s in, right. in stadiums. So that class was really just uh, for outdoors. Uh, but then as, you know, everything got modernized and uh, we went to four strokes, 250, 450, mm-hmm. they really replaced uh, the 125 and 250 mm-hmm. classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, that, those are the, the primary, you know, two um, you know, levels of motorcycles that the manufacturers are making and, of course, selling. So it certainly makes sense that is what we race. Um, but, boy, they are a lot of power, and they, they still, um, you know, are making them better and better every year. So, yeah, 450, I would agree with Daniel, is probably <laughs> all, you know, the yeah. maximum you would really want to take right. inside a stadium. Uh, and try to race at Supercross for sure. Well, and another thing that my observation was that the motorcycle manufacturers have got these motorcycles so dialed in that the only thing left to win is talent. <laughs> I mean, kind yeah. of wouldn't you, kind yeah. of wouldn't you kind of agree? And luck. I, I would, I would, and you know what's what's neat about racing here in the United States, uh, you know, when they started the production rule, where if you have enough talent, and obviously if you have enough money to go out to you know one of your local dealers mm-hmm. uh, and buy a brand new motorcycle, you know, if you have the talent and at least enough money to put uh, the right suspension on there. And obviously, you have to have your Supercross points, but you can go racing. Uh, you cannot do that in MXGP. Nope. They're still running pretty much, you know, factory bikes and things like that. And, you know, we do that for a reason. And I think that the production role uh, is a good one. And, you know, talent is key because you're right. There is not much difference uh, between the seven manufacturers that are all putting out quality motorcycles these days. Uh, the talent, you know, it's interesting. They're, they're looking for hundreds of a second uh, on a lap time, you know, which, which can equate to a win. Yeah. So the bikes that are being made nowadays are just incredible, uh, and, and I see only getting better. And, and I, I think that's such a positive plus because, in, and me personally, the 250 250- division is the one i enjoy the most I, okay i didn't want to admit it but that's yes. the one i watched <laughs> i mean you, i mean no offense to the 450 no, riders, no, no, but no, i no, caught no. myself watching the 250s last season i just think yeah. that i think the the competitiveness is so much stronger in the 250 class the 450 class you know you're it's you're, great too but it's your roxons <laughs> and and what have you they kind of take away but that 250 class, you don't know who's going to win it. I know, right? No, you really don't. And there's so much energy that these guys have. 
and it's unbridled and they're still yeah. learning and they're still, you know, they'll, 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 they race just on the edge. And, you know, there's a certain maturity that comes, you know, when you bump up to the premier class yeah, yeah. and, you know, you're, you're working with a deeper, deeper talent field. Uh, but my goodness, yeah, the 250 class is exciting. That is the future, you know. That is yeah. uh, nothing to lose, the future maybe. of the sport. These, these guys are still learning, and, you know, depending on, you know, when they really turn pro, you know, some of them are on the, the younger side of the spectrum, uh, and then some are, you know, a little bit more mature, uh, like a Phil Nicoletti. Uh, you know, now with the, the new role change in the 250 class, you're um, – you know, you can stay in the 250 class longer, so there isn't a point out right. uh, where we have, you know, in years past. So, you know, you will see some veterans in the class, like a Jeremy Martin, uh, a Phil Nicoletti, some of those guys. But, man, the young bucks, it is so fun to watch them because oh. they are full throttle and, <laughs> and ready to push the limits. And you're coming to a track you've never been to. <laughs> I have a, a. We are so excited for this. And I don't know if you've seen our stadium. It's it replaced Qualcomm, <clears throat> yeah. but it's like a college stadium. So it's all it's all field, and seating just goes straight up all <laughs> on two sides. Have you been there? No, I have not I been, there. been there either. But it just looks to me, from a spectator's point of view. I think you'll be right on top of them. I think you'll be right on top. Of <laughs> you'll be looking into some of their eyes no when they ba- get air. No, ba- no bad seats. Not taking anything away from Petco Park, but I really think yeah. Snapdragon yeah. is really going to give the fans one hell of a show. Quick, qu- I, I totally agree. And for some of the college stadiums that we still visit, uh, it is a different experience. Yeah, and you know what you may you know, give up in suites and some of those things <laughs> from a viewing perspective, right? The, the, those seats are so intimate. Uh, everywhere in the house is a good seat like you're describing. Uh, but, boy, Snapdragon Stadium being brand new mm-hmm. uh, and being there right in San Diego in the heart of the campus or, or adjacent to the campus, uh, I think it's going to be a great atmosphere uh, I am sure the amenities are, you know, much more in line with what fans can expect from a brand new stadium, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know, pro or college level. Right. Uh, but you're right. Uh, that Those seats are going to be great. It is going to be a more intimate experience. And my goodness, there is not going to be a bad seat in the house. No. How do people get tickets? They can visit supercrosslive.com. And keep it super easy, supercrosslive.com. All right. I think Brittany had a question. She keeps <laughs> waving her hand at me. I had a listener text in, uh, do they race 300cc two-strokes? If not, why not? I'm sure there's a reason. Oh, well, of course there's a reason. Welcome to California. <laughs> wow, that's that's interesting. They could in the 450 class. Yeah. Uh, so they are, but the 450, I think if you, you know, um, did a poll of athletes, you know, if you have 300 or if you have 450, what would you right. rather have? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll go hey, with the 450. That's a, good, that's a good answer, man. That's, that's a really good answer. <laughs> Let's remind our listeners when you are in town. Yeah, when are you going to be there? We're going to be here this Saturday, uh, Snapdragon Stadium, our first time there. 
Uh, we have been racing in San Diego, as you guys know, mm-hmm. since 1980. Yeah. Uh, this is our 50th year of wow. racing. And San Diego has been a huge, huge part mm-hmm. of our history. Yeah. Uh, and it's really neat that we're starting a new chapter, you know, with, with Snapdragon Stadium. So everything kicks off at 12 o'clock noon. Okay. Outside the stadium, we'll have Fan Fest. Oh, Inside cool. right the stadium, on. our athletes will be qualifying. And that runs until 5 o'clock. And then opening ceremonies at six thirty, and we drop the gate at seven. Yeah, hey, hats off to Monster Energy Drink because we couldn't do it without their support. Hey, thanks a lot, buddy. I'll have Brittany send you this show, and we look forward to talking to you throughout the season. You don't have to just call us when you're in San Diego. Thank you for that, and we could do something weekly if you want to. There you go. Boy, now you just got us all excited. Well, we're the only motorsports show in San Diego, so we might as well uh, give you as much as we can. Let's do it. Thanks, buddy. Have a good one next weekend. We're going to have to take a break. Why? Gun Owners Radio. Right around the corner. Thanks for coming in, Brittany. You made my, my day. My pleasure. FM 961 AM The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.